up? Welcome to another episode of Cue the Review. I'm your host, Keese. Uh, sorry for the delay in between episodes. Uh, my work schedule switched up, so, you know, it's been a little hectic. But, you know, nevertheless, I am back. And we're going to jump into some movie news. First up, Godzilla vs. King Kong has been pushed back one week to the end of March. Uh, you know... That actually looked like it was going to be pretty cool, so hopefully it doesn't get pushed back again. Uh, They are doing a Spy Kids reboot. It's in the works right now with Robert Rodriguez returning to direct and write the film. So I'm sure my son will be happy about that. I don't know how he got turned on to the Spy Kids movies. He found them on Netflix and he really loves them. So yeah, and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Anyway. Uh, Kevin Hart officially signs on to star as Soldier Roland, uh, Roland in Eli Roth's adaption of the popular video game Borderlands. Never played the Borderlands video games, but I'll definitely check out the movie. Um, you know, Kevin Hart, I like him in corny shit. Like, he was really funny in, uh, Jumanji, uh, both of them. So, you know, if it's anything like that. Yeah, it should be a pretty good movie to watch. Anyway, uh, Escape Room 2 release date set for January 2022. I really liked the Escape Room movie, uh, but it doesn't look like, I mean, the way it ended, it just doesn't really look like a second one could be done, but uh, I guess we'll see. And a movie that I'm very sad has been delayed, uh, the Morbius movie. It's been delayed to 2022, no date set yet. Um, yeah, you got to get this this coronavirus shit in, in order because, you know, I'm tired of the Marvel movies being pushed back. I mean, movies, period. But yeah. Anyway, uh, that's it for movie news. And for this week's episode, we're going to be doing the sum of all fears. Kathy, I can't make it. Where are you going? I can't tell you that, Jack. Tell them where you're going. In fact, tell them who you work for. Should be impressed. I work for the CIA, and the director asked me at the last minute to come with him to Russia to do a nuclear arms inspection. That is so lame. Hello? <laughs> you're about to breathe air that's way over your pay grade, so listen up. You're going to be asked for analysis and advice, so be sure you know what you're talking about. Welcome to the CIA, sport. At a time of increasing tension. According to this, there are 17 senior scientists on duty today. I only count 14. Deliberate deception. Three Russian scientists are missing. I need to know where they are. So I'm going the missions. I just write reports. So write a report about it. So the sum of all fears was directed by Phil Alden Robinson. Uh, the only other notable movie he's directed is Field of, uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, this movie stars Ben Affleck. Morgan Freeman, James Cromwell, Lee Schreiber, and Bridget Moynihan, Moynihan, uh, who was fine, by the way. Like, she was really gorgeous back then. And Tom Brady actually dumped Bridget Moynihan and then got with a Brazilian supermodel. Like, the man just doesn't lose. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, uh, the film was released in 2002. Uh, it had a $68 million budget, uh, brought in $193.9 million at the box office, so 
not a huge profit for the studio, but it didn't bomb, so uh, let's see. Rotten Tomato score, the critic score uh, was 60%. Audience score was 49%. Um, this was one of the rare times when the critics like a movie more than the general public. Typically, it's the other way around because critics are pretty snobby. So, yeah. Uh, my score, I gave it a 3 out of 5. Uh, I liked the storyline a lot. Uh, it was a decent amount of action, which makes sense based on the character Jack Ryan. You know, he's not like uh, an Arnold Schwarze Schwarzenegger type of guy. So he's supposed to be a little nerdy who's kind of a nerdy guy who's kind of thrust into action. Similar to like Nicolas Cage in The Rock, the movie The Rock, not Dwayne Johnson. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm just not a huge fan of Ben Affleck's acting. You know, I'll say he's gotten a lot better over the years. Um, and actually, since The Town, he's actually become a pretty decent actor. But back in 02, his, his acting was really bad. So, yeah. Uh, the movie starts off when the president of Russia suddenly dies. A man whose politics are virtually unknown succeeds him. Uh, this change in political leaders sparks paranoia among American CIA officials. So CIA director Bill Cabot, played by Morgan Freeman, uh, recruits young analyst Jack Ryan, played by Ben Affleck, uh, to supply insight and advice on the situation. And then the unthinkable happens. A nuclear bomb explodes in a U.S. city. Uh, and America, of course, is quick to blame the Russians. So, uh, My favorite character outside of the main character is John Clark, who's played by Leif Schreiber. Uh, which actually brings me to my next point. If I could recast the main role of uh, with anybody, so the role of Jack Ryan... Uh, I would replace Ben Affleck with Lee Schreiber. So uh, Schreiber is a far better actor. Uh, he's great in everything he's in. Um, you know, you may know him as Cotton Weary from Scream. Uh, or what else? He played um, Sabretooth in the Wolverine movie. Uh, he was the Manchurian candidate in the Manchurian candidate with Denzel. Uh, he's been in he, like everything. Okay, he's currently uh, plays Ray Donovan on the show Ray Donovan. So great actor. Anyway, uh, yeah, far better actor. Um, you know, he actually looks the part of Jack Ryan. He's got like a decent size to him, uh, which could play into his military experience. But also, he doesn't look like an overly tough guy or like an action hero. So it's kind of similar to how John Krasinski looks in the Jack Ryan series. So, you know, and I'm not saying like Ben looks like a tough guy or anything. He actually looks more like a frat boy uh, in this movie, which kind of takes away from the character, in my opinion. You know, because he's supposed to be like, you know, Dr. Jack Ryan, not Dr. Douchebag. Anyway, <laughs> uh, now we're going to move on to some trivia. Trivia time! Alright, and now for everybody's favorite part of the episode, the trivia. And uh, let's see, so the first thing we got, the spray can that John Clark uses to cut through the chain link fence is supposed to be a real-life CIA chemical spray known as Ice Piss. 
When asked if a real can of ice piss could be acquired for the scene, the technical advisor said, I don't want to go to prison. Gotta get my hands on a can of ice piss. It looks like it'd be pretty cool. Anyway, uh, next up, Ben Affleck is the third out of five men to play Jack Ryan on screen. Uh, ben Affleck was on the set of Pearl Harbor uh, when he was offered the role of Jack Ryan. His co-star Alec Baldwin, who played Jack Ryan in The Hunt for Red October, uh, actually persuaded Affleck to take the role. Affleck also contacted Harrison Ford to receive his blessing before taking the role. So, that's pretty cool. I wonder if John Krasinski called everybody. Uh, let's see. When Ben Affleck first arrived on set, he told director Phil Alden Robinson, nice working with you again. Robinson said, what do you mean again? Affleck, Affleck then explained that uh, when Robinson was filming the scene in Boston's Fenway Park for Field of Dreams, he and Matt Damon were amongst the thousands of extras. Uh, let's see. Sierra Himes, who plays President Nimerov in this movie, uh, he did not previously speak a word of Russian. And he learned all of his large chunks of Russian dialogue in two weeks. So talk about dedication. I hope they paid that man well. They probably didn't. <laughs> uh, let's see. The title for this film is paraphrased from a Sir Winston Churchill speak uh, speech. Uh, you know, it's quoted as, "Why you can take the most gallant sailor, the most intrepid airman." or the most audacious soldier, put them at a table together, what do you get? The sum of all fears. Oh. Uh, according to the director's DVD commentary, this was the first American movie unit to enter the Kremlin, which, I mean, that's, that's pretty big. Uh, my brother works for Fox, and I don't know if it was the Olympics or the World Cup. One of them was in Russia. Uh, and he turned down going because, you know, he gets to go to all these, like, events. And he was saying that last time some of his coworkers went, one of them wound up getting arrested for bringing his own laptop into the country or something. Like, Russia wants to provide like media with their like with their own devices like you have to leave yours and use theirs while you're there or some shit I don't know it was crazy but yeah uh definitely don't want to mess around in Russia anyway uh the nuclear bunker uh into which President Fowler played by James Cromwell and William Cabot Morgan Freeman uh, walk into at the beginning of the movie is a real nuclear bunker. The scene was shot at a real bunker in Carp, Ontario. Uh, this bunker was de designated as the one in which members of the Canadian government, including the Prime Minister, would be housed during a nuclear attack. Uh, the bunker was in operation from 1961 until the mid-1980s and was known as the Dyfen Bunker in honor of former Prime Minister John Diefenbaker, who was Prime Minister during the initial construction. So, uh, what else we got? Ah, Harrison Ford dropped out of reprising the role of Jack Ryan uh, because he and director Philip Noyce could not agree on the script. Noyce ended up dropping out of the movie as well. 
And fun fact, it uh, Harrison Ford is actually the only actor to actually play Jack Ryan twice. So he got two movies, um, Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. Yeah. Let's see. Morgan Freeman played a ranking member of James Cromwell's presidential administration in this movie. And then in Deep Impact, uh, the roles are reversed. So Morgan Freeman is the president, and I believe Cromwell is the head of the CIA or something. So that was pretty cool. Uh, this movie is actually a prequel to the others in the Jack Ryan film franchise. Uh, the Harrison Ford movies are direct follow-ups to The Hunt for Red October. Uh, despite the recasting of Alec Baldwin's role, nevertheless, in this movie, we see Jack Ryan meet John Clark, something which also happened in Clear and Present Danger. Therefore, this movie might be best understood as a reboot of the Jack Ryan franchise. Uh, the role of John Clark in Clear and Present Danger was played by Willem Dafoe. So, fantastic actor also. Um... Let's see. Ah, Denzel Washington turned down the role of William Cabot, which, yeah, I can see why, because it was such a short role. Morgan Freeman, uh, it wasn't a huge role for him, didn't have a lot of lines, so, yeah. I'm surprised they even got Morgan to do it, because you know, he's such a huge actor, but, uh, I don't know. Let's see. At 29 years old... Ben Affleck is the youngest actor to play uh, Jack Ryan, and he's also the tallest, standing at six foot three. And last but not least, this is the first Jack Ryan movie in which James Earl Jones, who uh, portrayed Admiral James Greer, does not appear. However, his character had passed away in Clear and Present Danger. So, uh, but. And actually wouldn't make sense as to why he's not in this movie if this movie technically takes place before all of the other ones. So, whatever. And uh, now we're going to move on to the top five. Top five! All right. And for everybody's second favorite part of the episode, the top five. Um, you know, of course, I can't just do something simple like top five Ben Affleck or Morgan Freeman movies. Um, where would the fun in that be? So, this week is going to be a top five on-screen Jack Ryan adaptations. So, number one, we've got, in my opinion, the best film in the franchise. Uh, it's going to be Clear and Present Danger. Number two, uh, The Hunt for Red October. Number three, the Jack Ryan series on Amazon, which in my opinion, is better than the movies. Uh, I love that show. Can't wait for season three. Um, my only knock is that the seasons are short. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Um, season one or, and two are on Amazon Prime. So if you pay for Prime, go ahead and check that out. Uh, I mean, they don't really have a, a lot of great shows on Amazon. So that one, The Boys, and... Um, Ah, I forgot what the other one is. It's uh, about a cop. Uh, yeah, those are the only only three good ones. Anyway, uh, number four on the list is going to be this movie, The Sum of All Fears. And 
Number five is actually going to be a tie between Patriot Games and Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Uh, neither one of them was bad, but they also weren't good either. Like, they're just okay, you know. Um, of course, if you wind up getting into the Jack Ryan series and you, you know, you start off with the movies, you're going to want to watch them. But, you know, uh, they're not that great. Anyway, this concludes this week's episode. Uh, be back, you know, next week. I think uh, episodes will start dropping on Wednesdays now. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, listen, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, please go leave me that five star rating on iTunes. And yeah, that's it. Everybody be safe out there.